0: welcome to the podcast today's episode is going to be from the archives now we've been doing this for a while and we've been learning a lot so we decided let's go back to the beginning kind of where it all began one of our very first podcasts we talked about forgiveness i think it's going to be practical i think it's going to be helpful enjoy today's podcast Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in our everyday lives and how, in the end, all that matters is God and people. Here's today's episode. Well, hey guys, my name's Robert and I'm the teaching pastor here at Sun Valley and I'm with Chad Moore, our lead pastor. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I <laughs> did you like? That?
0: I don't think you have to do that, but if that if you think that's going to
1: increase our listenership, I want to do that every time. That's going to be like my signature step into the podcast. Your sign on—that's my signature move. That's cool.
0: That's yeah. cool. Uh, today we are recording episode number two. Hello,
1: everybody.
0: Oh, you can stop that. They they heard <laughs> it the a first time. Weird. Uh, and this is our loving God, loving people podcast. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about what we're talking about on the weekends. And today's topic, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And this is a topic that whenever we preach on it, whenever it comes up in conversations, people just seem to engage. Uh, People are emailing us, hey, that was so helpful. Why is forgiveness such a big deal when it comes to relationships?
1: Yeah, so we track how many people are watching or listening to sermons online, and this is always at the top of the list. And I I think that is because there are no perfect people. Mm -hmm. So there are no perfect relationships. Uh, because there are no perfect relationships, that means any real relationship that we ever have, sooner or later, the other person's going to hurt you, you're going to hurt them. Forgiveness is absolutely necessary mm-hmm. uh, for real, authentic uh, relationships. You can have acquaintances without forgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't have real friends, Yeah, and, and you can't have... Um, you know, any kind of intimacy in a healthy way in relationships without forgiveness. It's, it's just a great need.
0: Yeah, I notice a lot of times when it comes to relationships, especially nowadays, when things get tough, when there's some kind of an offense or, you know, you, you hurt me, you hurt my feeling, you wounded me. We, we tend not to deal with it. We tend not to work through forgiveness. We just run away. Yeah. We just cut off the relationship. Well,
1: man, self-righteousness has run amok in mm-hmm. current reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm self-righteous because I wear a mask. I'm mm-hmm. self-righteous because I don't wear a mask. Uh, I'm self-righteous about this when it comes to whatever's going on. You know, it, it, it's just it's just crazy right now. Um, we, we are much more, I think, in society, uh, probably tribal. We're much more tribal. We much more represent our camp than ever before. And you can only do that with a tone of self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are humble tend to listen to other people. Mm-hmm. People who are self-righteous don't. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, yeah, if there was ever a need for humility and forgiveness, it's right now.
0: Yeah, I'm offended that you're offended, or I'm offended that you're not offended. I'm just offended all the time, you know, and, and and that seems to be social media has heightened that sense, too, of that tribalism and that, you know, us, them, whatever it is, Yeah, and and people aren't working through conflict. People aren't dealing with the reality that, hey, maybe I'm at fault for something. Maybe I've done something wrong here. You don't see a whole lot of that going on on social media, and acknowledging, hey, I need your forgiveness because I, I messed
1: up here. Yeah, right now, if I were to Instagram out, I like apples more than oranges. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to comment, well, maybe you just don't understand oranges. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. There's yep. going to be that whole kind of thing. But but yeah, I mean, there's there's great need to just chill out a little bit, I yeah. think, in, in the moment. And, uh, you know, bitterness... Um, an unwillingness to forgive is a form of self-righteousness. Mm-hmm. And so one of the reasons why we're all running around so offended and, and, and you know, easily offended and bitter and, and all of that uh, is there is a sense of pride and tribalism at the moment. So forgiveness, a uh, big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And anytime somebody's offended or anytime somebody's wounded or hurt or sinned against, whatever phrase you want to use, they go on a journey. And it's either a journey down the road of bitterness of just, man, this person owes me and yada, yada, or they go down the journey of forgiveness, but there's really not another path to go down. And a lot of people are choosing, I'm going to go down the road of bitterness. Why do you think that's our natural kind of human default to go that path as opposed to the forgiveness path?
1: Yeah. So that's that's actually a really philosophical, deep question. We we could spend uh, easily an hour just talking about that mm-hmm. that that question. Um, So I'm going to answer it, but I'm going to compress the answer. Um, Reality is everybody's going to experience pain in life. Mm -hmm. Uh, You cannot be in a a relationship of any depth uh, without there being an exchange of hurt at some point. Whether uh, it's simple as somebody ignored me when they should have gave me attention, Mm -hmm. all all the way to somebody really betrayed me. Um, We're going to experience pain in this life. We're going to experience pain in relationships. And what I would say is, first part of my answer, mm-hmm. is pain will change you, mm-hmm. but not necessarily for the good. You have to choose that. Yeah. Um, in 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 choosing forgiveness, you you grow, your soul grows, uh, you you mature. In choosing bitterness, your soul doesn't grow, your soul begins to close. Mm-hmm. It it does the opposite. Um, and you begin to protect yourself. Uh, and in self-protection, it keeps you from experiencing love because love can't get in. I told you this is a big yep, philosophical yep. answer, and maybe maybe we can go a little deeper if you, if you, if you want to. But uh, the reason that we choose bitterness is because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier not to grow. Uh, it's easier... So let's think about it physically. It's easier to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat lots of bags of chips and all that mm-hmm. than it is to go work out and, and eat right. Mm-hmm. But one is to your detriment and, and one is for your good. And and so we choose bitterness because it's easier. Yeah. The problem is it, it destroys. Uh, bitterness closes off the human soul. Uh, it 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 shuts the door on love from it going out and it coming in. Uh, bitterness eats the human soul. It, it keeps it from functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but it is harder to forgive. Yeah. But in forgiveness, we find freedom, we grow, we mature. Uh, and, and in forgiveness, um, a little pastor talk here, in forgiveness, God changes us and makes us more like him. To forgive is to agree with heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, to forgive is to be on God's side. Uh, to forgive is to agree with Jesus. So, uh, But it's harder.
0: So unpack that a little bit more because we're talking – so the natural thing, our human nature, is go down the path of bitterness. What we're talking about is something supernatural. So, so talk about the the supernatural side of forgiveness. Where, where does it come from? What is this idea, the root of it? Is it just ignoring, you know, okay, yeah, it was bad, but I'm just going to ignore it or whatever. Like talk through the significance of the supernatural that allows us to forgive others.
1: Yeah, so it's the opposite of ignoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgiveness is the opposite of, an, of ignoring. Forgiveness is absorbing. So it, it's not ignoring, it's absorbing. It's something different, which makes it so so difficult. So biblically speaking, to forgive is to cancel a debt. In um, the series we're in right now, talking about hope and the Lord's Prayer, I mean, right, right in the middle of the Lord's Prayer is forgive us our debts as we also forgive our... Debtors, our debtors. So if you just think about the flow of that. There's a receive and give in that. Forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our our debtors. Um, which really everything in the Christian life works works this way. We we receive forgiveness from God. Forgive us our debts, and we give forgiveness to others. Um, we forgive our our debtors. So the more that we surrender to that flow, the more that our soul begins to grow. Mm-hmm. But forgiveness is not ignoring the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's looking it in the eye. It's saying, this is what that person owes me. Uh, they owed me their time. They didn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they owed me their respect and they gossiped about me. Uh, they owed me uh, their love and faithfulness and they betrayed me. Uh, they owe me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to forgive is to identify what the person owes you and then absorb that, I'm going to cancel the debt. Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of saying, you owe me, you owe me, you owe me, um, I'm going to say, God paid that debt uh, for me. I'm going to receive that. And in that, I'm going to cancel the debt for you. Uh, We cannot give what we do not have. So we receive from God, and in that, we we let the debt go. Uh, But it ain't easy.
0: Sure. Well, what in life that's really, really good is also really, really easy. There, there tends to be work involved, but it's for our benefit, which yeah. totally makes sense in this case too. Now, one of the things I I love about, even as Jesus is praying that prayer, is to my understanding, he's the first one to equate hurt and all of that with debt. He uses like a financial term to help us understand this is what it is. Because yeah. it used to just be, hey, you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you back equally. And I'm just going to level the... the but Jesus puts it in this other framework of going. There's a debt, and in many ways, that debt can't be paid back because that's something from the past. That's something that can't be undone. It can't be changed. And the whole eye for an eye or tooth for a tooth or whatever it is. How do you ever know when the score has finally been leveled yeah. and even between the people? But he does it that way. And then on the cross, he uses this term to tell us die. So so talk to us about. So he talked about okay when you sin against somebody, there's a debt. And then he uses that phrase, on the cross, as he's paying for our debt. Talk to us about the significance of that and what that means for us.
1: Yeah, so to uh, tell tetelestai is the last thing that uh, Jesus says. It's translated, it is finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also an accounting term and can be translated that the debt has been, been paid. Um, if you picture a cross in your mind at the moment, so, so if you're listening, just picture a cross in your mind. It is both vertical and horizontal. Uh, The cross is a relational symbol. Mm -hmm. It's God helping us, uh, and it's God um, equipping us to love and serve and and help others. It's it's a relational symbol. Right relationship with God, vertical. Right relationship with others, horizontal. Again, I learn to receive from God, and then I, I give... To, to others when jesus died on the cross he paid the debt of all of my sin vertical right relationship with god and then horizontal he also paid for all the sin that would be done unto me mm-hmm. and so the power of the cross the power of the debt has been paid the power of to tell is love god love people as i receive the love of god i can love others as i receive the forgiveness of god Uh, I can forgive others as I receive the patience of God in my life. I can be patient with others. Mm -hmm. On and on and on and on it goes. So that debt has been paid is about Jesus paying for all of my sin and all of the sin done unto me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not speaking out of uh, theory here. This is not a theological, philosophical conversation for me. Um, I grew up in a broken home. My Mm -hmm. parents divorced when I was eight a lot of forgiveness needed there. Mm -hmm. There are things in my mind that should have been that that weren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, In my life, I've had friends betray me, talk bad about me, be jealous of me, on and on and on it goes. I've had some real challenges in my marriage, and some things have happened in the marriage that I never thought would happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Forgiveness for me is very much at the root and core of what it means for me to follow Jesus. And as time has gone on, I've gotten a little bit older. I've heard a little, you know, a, a few stories, right? A little more stories mm-hmm. of, of real raw people who were authentic and honest. Forgiveness is at the core of all of us following Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but to tell us die is God pays for my sin. Yep. And he also helps me, empowers me with all the sin done unto me to, you know, get over it, to move on, to forgive, and in that to grow.
0: Yeah, it's in light of his grace, that we can now offer grace. It's not just the Christian life is you got to change your behavior and you got to do better and try harder. No, it's all in light of understanding the reality of what God's already done for us. And in light of that, now we're freed up to be able to, to share that with others.
1: Yeah, man, I love the way you said that. So so the Christian life, I'm going to expound on, on mm-hmm. something you said about grace there. The ebb and flow of the Christian life is grace. Mm-hmm. I receive it, I give it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, grace is unmerited favor. It's getting what you don't deserve. It's giving other people what they don't deserve. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mercy is don't give me what I deserve. Grace is I, I give you even more than that. I give you what you don't deserve. Yeah. Right? I, I bless you even though you don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And the ebb and flow of the Christian life is grace. Yeah. Yeah. I receive it and give it away.
0: Now, for some people, they, they understand, okay, I'm going to give forgiveness away to others. I understand that God's forgiven me. But sometimes I'll hear people say, but I can't forgive myself. What, what would you say to that? What advice would you give that person? Give
1: me your thoughts. Well, well. First of all, I would say here's here's what that person is. Normal, mm-hmm. right? I mean, no, dude, nobody disappoints me more than me, uh-huh. right? So, um, you know, when I'm at home and, and my family might be disappointed because I was supposed to do something didn't do. I, nobody's more disappointed in me than me. Uh, I can't live up to my own standard, much less God's. But but let's just think about I can't forgive myself. Okay. Well, God says He can forgive you. God says he's already forgiven you. Mm -hmm. So here's little bitty, tiny, finite you saying that your standard is higher than the big, massive, almighty, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, right, Lord God. Yeah. And you're saying that... God can forgive me, but I can't forgive me. Uh, there's a silliness to mm-hmm. that. Uh, my counsel to somebody who's dealing with that is I would just say, forget about forgiving yourself. You don't need to. Don't focus on whether or not you can forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you need to forgive somebody else, don't focus on whether or not you can do that. Yeah. Focus on the forgiveness of God. Lean into it, receive it, bask in it, Wade in it, soak it, meditate on it, let it wash over you. Uh, and there will be uh, a freedom that you otherwise are incapable of having on your own. Yeah. The beauty of the Christian life is the presence of God. Yeah. So why why are you dealing with this, worried about whether you can forgive you? Just let God do it.
0: Yeah. And I think what they're saying when they say that is they they have feelings of guilt, or even they have feelings of shame. And so they're saying, I can't forgive myself because I still feel guilty. I still feel shame over what I've done, or I'm embarrassed, or whatever that is. Same advice, you would just say... Start focusing on something else, or
1: well, I would say first of all, welcome to the human race. Yeah, right. Um, I've never met a parent of a teenager that wasn't carrying around some shame and guilt, and I could have done better because teenagers are crazy. Yeah, uh, I know because I got one, and I love him. But there mm-hmm. are days, you know, I may not like somebody very much in my house. I yeah, mean, that, that's, that's just real. And you think about all the things you could have done, should have done, would have done, but you are where you are. And in everything in life, it's by the grace of God. Go, go, I. Um, so I, I, I think, yeah, it, it, it is learning to receive the grace of God in your life. It, it, we focus so much on ourselves. Christianity is not about self-focus. It's about father-focus. It's about Jesus-focus. That's why it's called Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's not named after me. It's not about me. It's about what Jesus has done for me. And so, again, Christian life's about receiving. It's about letting God work in me and through me. Uh, It's not about doing. It's about what's been done for me. So, yeah, the more that we're relying on our own effort, our own power, our own works, our own unworthiness, our own self-disappointment, the more trapped and powerless we're going to be, the more that we rely on the grace of God, the goodness of God, the love of God, the power of God, the more free we're going to be. Mm -hmm. And since I'm preaching a little uh, sermon, I'm going to add one more.
0: (laughs) Go ahead. Do we need to get out our notes and... Take notes on the bullet points. I was
1: waiting on an amen for you on this podcast, but I'm getting jack squat over (laughs) here. All right. Um, Just think about this. So so now I'm going to talk about the devil. So we call him Satan. Mm -hmm. That name means the accuser. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we do to ourselves. We're so self-focused on what we can do, what we can't do, our shame, how we feel about ourselves, that we literally step into the place of the accuser and we accuse ourselves. Mm God is going, look, I'm the judge of the whole freaking universe, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I'm almighty. Again, I know everything. I'm, I'm infinite. My standard is higher than you can even possibly comprehend. Mm-hmm. And I say the debt's been paid in Jesus, and you're forgiven. Yeah. So we can argue with God and remain trapped, or we can surrender to God and truly be free.
0: And that's testament to the... The level of sacrifice that Jesus made, and, and to continue to accuse ourselves in, in a way we're diminishing the work of Jesus without even realizing that's what we're doing. I'm going, yeah, that wasn't enough.
1: Well, yeah. So Jesus absorbed mm-hmm. the debt. Yeah. Um, to forgive is to absorb some pain. Yeah. When you cancel somebody's debt, that, that's not the uh, erasing of pain, mm-hmm. but it slows down and, and, and kills how long the pain's actually going to last. Uh, bitterness will last you lifelong. Uh, the pain of forgiveness will eventually set you free. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's really what you pick your pain. Yeah, I, I want the pain of freedom, Yeah, uh, not the pain of bondage. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so when Jesus absorbed it, um, he absorbed all that pain, all that payment. He could say that the debt has been paid because uh, he's really wealthy, right? I mean, his his righteousness is unending, and, mm-hmm. and so all of that righteousness could absorb all that sin. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's more grace in Jesus than there is sin in you.
0: That's great. I love that line. Well, it's his own now, yeah. yeah.
1: right? Why, why are we messing around with all this shame and guilt and self-righteousness? Just let it go and let Jesus be Jesus in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So good. Well, we're on it. Easy
1: to say, hard to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We're running short on time. I do have one more question I want to ask you because uh, I think it's important for people to hear Chad answer a left field question once in a while. So who are you voting for for president? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll
1: answer the question. That's a line from a few good men. Here, here's, here's what I want to know. I got him in trouble. So,
0: Lindsay, we were driving the other day, my wife Lindsay, and she asked me this question. I thought, that's a good question. She said, yeah. if you could write in or just you choose who's going to be the next president, any person – in America, who would you choose right now? Go. That's your question. To That's me. the question. Yep. Okay,
1: I thought you were giving me Lindsey's example. No,
0: no, no. This is the question.
1: Oh man. Um,
0: so Chad Moore is about to decide the next president of the United States. I vote
1: for you, Robert. <laughs> Robert Watson for president. Yeah, I don't Go. know if I want that job. Y- you know who I wish would run for president, and she hasn't. Um, it's Condoleezza Rice.
0: That's a good one. So I'm.
1: I'm. I, I know there's there's different um, people with that name. But Condoleezza Rice, she served um, uh, with George W. Bush and her administration. I think she teaches at Stanford now. She went mm-hmm. back to Stanford. Um, she is just intelligent, um, experienced. Uh, I think. I think she has a a, a strong grit about Mm -hmm. her that is necessary uh, for that office. So you had that experience, that grit. uh, I mean, she's a woman of of character. And I think she would also have the ability to unify our country in a way that we desperately need. And so Condi, if you're listening, (laughs) Condi for president. I read read an autobiography that she wrote a few years Mm -hmm. ago. She spoke at a leadership thing. I I heard her speak. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I bought it and read it and just her story and where she comes from and... Who she is. Now I didn't realize I'm a big a fan of hers as I am now that I'm talking about it. You know what? I, I yeah, I think I would I would I would vote for Condi Rice. All right.
0: Well now our listeners know.
1: That was from left field. That was. my answers from left field, but but that's who that's who comes comes to mind. You know, talking about forgiveness uh today, I I know that you are uh, going to be preaching on that mm-hmm. soon here in this in this series. It's, it's well when they're
0: listening to this, I will have already preached it. So, okay,
1: yeah. So Robert recently preached on this. <laughs> um, go back and do yourself a favor and listen listen to that sermon. Um, it's one of the most important lessons to mm. to learn in life because bitterness will close the door on your ability to give and receive love, and it actually affects all of your relationships. Yeah. Uh, it will paralyze you, and yet forgiveness will set you free. If I'm
0: bitter towards one person, it's actually affecting my ability to receive love from another person.
1: Absolutely. It affects your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. I'll just throw this out there, and then we'll leave it hanging. I mean, bitterness ultimately is an issue between you and God. Mm -hmm. So deal with God on it first, and then go from there. But forgiveness will set you free.
0: That's good. Well, thanks for listening, guys, to our second episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. And Chad, thanks for giving us your time.
1: Thanks uh, for the
0: time. What's your sign off going to be?
1: My sign off is goodbye, everybody. (laughs) It's kind of like the first one. Signature move. Yeah, no, it's good. Everybody, it's good.
0: It's going to catch on.
1: Goodbye, everybody. Love it. You don't love it.
0: (laughs) It's it's good enough for episode two.
1: Yeah, good talk today. Thanks. Thanks
0: for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at
1: one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.